Welcome back to The Federal Drive with Tom Tammen here on Federal News Network. A recent interview we had with the Project on Government Oversight, or POGO, said agency inspectors general are not prepared to oversee the hundreds of billions of dollars in infrastructure spending coming their way. My next guest disagrees. She's the Assistant Inspector General for Audits at the EPA, Catherine Trimble. Ms. Trimble, good to have you on. Thanks, Tom. Happy to be here. And before we get into the details here, tell us the connection of EPA and infrastructure, because I think people tend to think, well, this is all transportation department. Sure. No, thanks for asking. So really the connection between infrastructure and the EPA is water, our clean water and our drinking water, our um, you know delivery systems, sewage systems, what you've heard in the news about Flint, Michigan or Benton Harbor, Michigan, communities getting lead in their water, or um, just the need to upgrade sewage facilities so things continue to smoothly moving forward. And therefore, EPA will oversee a significant piece of grant funding to localities that are seeking to upgrade water? That's right. So EPA is getting about $60 billion uh, through the Infrastructure Act, and that'll be over a five-year period. And just for a little bit of context, you know, this is a significant increase over the amount of funding that EPA tends to manage on a daily basis. Their budget, you know, for the past number of years has really been about 8 to $9 billion a year. So this additional $60 billion, even over a five-year period, is a significant increase for EPA and their responsibilities. Of that $60 billion, about $55 billion will be administered through grants and other assistance agreements through the states, tribes, um, and, and others. And then about 83% of the funding is allocated for water infrastructure projects that will be administered through the states. And you mentioned state and tribal. Does it get down to, say, a municipality could apply for these grants also or a county? Absolutely. So EPA um, sends the funding to the states and then the states administer the funding more discreetly out to local communities. So 83% of $55 billion out of $60 billion then is water. <laughs> And either way, it's a lot more than EPA is used to overseeing and also granting. You know, there's a big function both on the oversight and the granting originality there. So what does the agency, what are you doing? What do you need to do to gear up? Let's talk about personnel first, uh, human capital, to be able to handle this task. Sure. Uh, So... We are, you know, both we and the agency are in hiring mode right now. You know, we are hiring uh, folks really across our office, but predominantly in our audit evaluations and investigations uh, groups to help us conduct the oversight that needs to be done. We are hiring our traditional staff for audit and evaluations and investigations, but also, you know, some specialties. We've set aside some room to hire specialists to help us really dig into some of these funding areas um, where EPA will become concentrated. The original grant itself has to be free of original sin if the money is going to be spent correctly down the line. Right. And so in that regard, we're planning our oversight in three phases to oversee, you know, this this funding. And the first phase is really it's about talking with the agency, talking with our other colleagues out there in the oversight community and planning. So one of the first things we started doing is as far back as last November and December was talking with EPA about about their plans for gearing up to manage this funding. We actually our office of investigations has been providing fraud awareness briefs to EPA since starting back in December and really hearing from them what they feel they need to do. I mean, EPA, to its credit, is aware this is a lot, you know, and and they realize they really need to step up to, you know, manage this historic amount of funding they're getting. So really just talking about their plans and the risks involved 
And to that extent, um, we're, we're providing lessons learned. So right now we're going back through our reports from the past, um, again, across audit evaluation and investigations and pulling together. What can we remind EPA about deficiencies in the past that they need to remember as they move forward to administer these grants and other assistance agreements? We're speaking with Catherine Trimble. She's Assistant Inspector General for Audits at the EPA. So you have to have the human capital both on the granting end and on the auditing post post-grant end to make sure that everything is done right. What about procedures, data systems, other capacity outside of people that you might need to make sure these grants are spent correctly? Right. This is part of, you know, the grants lessons learned that we're pulling together for the agency. We know to the point you raise about workforce, we know that EPA has struggled with some grant workforce issues in the past, getting the right people into the right position, making sure they're trained, making sure they know what the requirements are. And then systems. We've actually issued a report just recently looking back at the CARES Act, but looking at calling out deficiencies within EPA's grants management system and its ability to have the right information available to the right people at the right time. Further, we are one of the few, if not the last one left of the OIGs that directly does the financial statement audit for the organization, for the agency we oversee. And we have a lot of information through our financial statement audit work to, you know, again, remind EPA of um, related to its financial systems and, you know, what it needs to do and what it needs to remember to be able to track this funding carefully, accurately moving forward. And are the requirements in these grants that the localities that receive them have to do regular reporting on what's going on? Yes, those are traditional requirements that go out through grant awards. And Typically it works, you know, we do a lot of work in that area going in and looking at, okay, did this recipient ultimately provide the reporting it was supposed to provide to document that yes, it spent the funds as intended and got the intended outcomes. So we do, we do have existing mechanisms that we'll continue to use moving forward. I also would mention, you know, the OMB guidance that came out in April on effective stewardship of IHAA resources, Infrastructure Act resources, you know, is is telling federal agencies, reminding them that they need to be prepared to collect data down to the subaward level. So, you know, we talked about EPA grants that go out to the states. Well, you can't just stop at the money you gave to the states. You need to be able to continue that oversight down to what we refer to as the subrecipient, but that's the community that receives, say, those funds to upgrade its sewer system. We need to be able to track all the way down to that level to make sure that we've realized the intended results of that funding. So you know who they spend money with in terms of, say, contractors to know that they are legitimate? That would be information that we'd be interested in tracking. And we do do work in that area, too, looking at, you know, ultimately, where where did the communities put this money? And if it was into contracts, you know, were those contracts meeting the required terms? That is all on the table. That kind of gets into, I mentioned our three phases of oversight. Some of that, you know, there's the upfront, making sure EPA and the intended recipients know what to do on the on the back end, you know, and grants can, grants can be alive for a very long time. But we'll be there at the end as these grants are being closed out to go in and really look and make sure did these recipients provide um, the the sufficient documentation to show that they spent the funds as intended and again achieved the um, intended outcomes. And what about the EPA itself on the grant making side, which is not the inspectors general, not the inspector general's office, but EPA water part division? 
are they also staffing up to be able to handle the volume of grant making that they'll have to make again to prevent that original sin that you'll find later in auditing? Yeah, absolutely. EPA is very much in um, the throes of as many across the federal government are with the Infrastructure Act um, in the throes of of hiring and and increasing its staff to make sure that it can perform the oversight it needs to. Catherine Trimble is Assistant Inspector General for Audits at the EPA. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. Tom, thanks so much for having us on. It was a pleasure talking with you. And we'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. You can hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Podcast One or wherever you get your shows. Still to come, contractors sat up and listened to an astonishing speech from a military acquisition leader. But first, how procurement looks to a major contractor CEO. This is the Federal Drive with Tom Temin here on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Ladies and gentlemen, we need you. The Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks is looking for you to help support veterans, help with youth scholarships, and be a force in your community. Being a member of the Elks is where you can do all this and much more. We are 31 lodges strong across the state of Iowa. Help pass on our principles of charity, justice, brotherly love, and fidelity. If interested, go to elks.org and use the lodge locator to find a lodge near you. Elks care. Elks share. Brought to you by the Iowa Elks Association.